Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore answered Jeff Hurst. The trailer looking at Billy Bones. A Paolo de Gallo. A West Ham United. More than just a Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Season 7, episode 34. And good evening to you, George. Where are you and what are you doing? Uh, I am in uh, my bedroom recording a podcast. Excellent. And tonight, we welcome back... Oh no! It was George we were welcoming back because how 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 are your legs? Are they nice and smooth from last week? I've got no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you obviously didn't listen. That's terrible. He did listen. He's he's making a joke. And John, ever present. He wasn't present at the game last night, but he'll tell us why. Welcome back, John. Oh, thank Where you. Where are you? And what are you doing? I'm in my loft, recording a podcast too. Uh we've what got no night. Well, yeah, we've got no Nigel at the moment, but he might join us later. Apparently, he's been working for a living this week, which uh, will make a change. Or he's probably having some kind of beauty treatment. What what kind of beauty treatment would uh, Nigel have, George? Do you know? Um, highlights, I think, would go well. Yeah? Yeah. Not a, not a wax sack and crack. Not that no, I know what that is. I think not a sack and crack. sack and crack, maybe. <laughs> Oh, you seem to know a lot about it, John. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's not a beauty podcast. It is a football podcast. And we did play against the mighty Stoke yesterday. Um, John was due to go. So let's start talking to John. Because, John, you were all set to go because you love those nights under the lights at the London Stadium. I do. What what happened? What happened? Well, it's basically down to Ford, really. Oh, yeah, they um they took in my my work vehicle for its inspection because it's it's a two year old Ford and it's been problematic so they they took it in again and uh, they gave me a hire car or a loan vehicle and told me my one to pick up would be ready at about between five and half five so that was all the excuse I needed not to come so I put my ticket on the trader and that was that yeah. 
Did it sell? It did sell, yeah. Was there, oh. no, was there no one in my seat then? No, there wasn't, no. That, used to, that happens quite a lot where there's no one in the seat when you sell it on Ticket Trader. Yeah. Just get in the area, isn't it, I suppose? One last question, and then we'll talk to late man in his shed. Um, is your van white? Are you a white van man? It's silver. Ah. But silver it, is the new white. It's, yeah, probably. It's a silver transit. Two years old, and it's gone wrong about four times. So, there you go. Oh, hmm. And we welcome very late. Hold up, hold up. <laughs> we welcome very late. I don't care if you say hold up, hold up. Um, you only have one job, Nigel, and that was to be on time. You said, and I quote, when we said, we're recorded at half seven, you went, can you make it eight o'clock? I said. Is it eight o'clock? It's, it's 14 minutes past eight. Well, it's still eight, isn't it? Oh dear! Wouldn't like, wouldn't like it's to go out really, for a date with you. It's not really. What do you want it? me to say? Fucking hell! <laughs> Sorry. Please don't. Well, Please forgive me. I won't let you down again. All right, you're, you you are forgiven. Governor, I've only had like a week's work for the first time in seven weeks. Well, we were saying that just before you joined. I said it makes a change for you working. There you go. So, so. Uh, where are you? What are you doing, Nigel? I'm in my shed. Stressing about being late with yous. Yous? Yeah. <laughs> 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 don't, don't fucking start on my accent, I tell you. <laughs> oh, he's got a new toilet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, friends. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back to the football. Uh, we're going to start with John. So, John, uh, you watch this riveting. We, we all were giving uh, West Ham down for a win. I said my normal 1-0. I think most of you had gone for more ambitious 3-1 and 2-1 and everything. You were watching from your armchair on Sky, because every every game's on Sky now. Give us your overview from the game from your armchair first, John, before we move on to the boys. Um, Well, first of all, I was disappointed at the starting lineup. I thought we had a bit of momentum from the uh, two previous, like the Southampton and Chelsea game, I thought we had a bit of spark about us, even at the Chelsea game, we, which we were sort of saw the last sort of 15, 20 minutes, we looked quite a good attacking force. And I thought, seems that we were playing the team near enough in the bottom of the league, we hadn't had an away win since October, that we really could do with a win, that we would have gone for them. And I was really disappointed at the... Starting lineup, I thought Fernandez shouldn't have been there at least. Fernandez starting, and I thought we could have gone for it, but you know, we obviously didn't. And the first half, I've got nothing really to say about. And the second, well, half, you can tell us probably better than we can because we were there and didn't have the replays. Uh, obviously, some contentious decisions. We had three goals ruled offside and a, a penalty shout turned down. Um, how 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 did you see though the two offside? So you're talking about Fernandez putting in the the goal, but um, and out of which uh, and out of which was just I would say they they didn't show it. They didn't, and out of which didn't the header for the first one and out of which they didn't show it dead in line, but the way where they sort of pulled a line which was just from behind and it looked like he was in front, but they didn't okay. they didn't really go into it too greatly to be honest that. As an offside, and, and the second said, disallowed goal, um, I'm the, trying to remember. Yeah, which was the Fernandez, Fernandez shot outside um, the box. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that, that was, he, it was, Arnautovic was just bloody lazy coming out of the box. He was just trolling out of the box and then just lifted his yeah. leg up and was trying to find the keeper. So, yeah. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> is that you, Sean? <laughs> That's my son asking. Uh, yeah, because I've got the kids tonight. I I, I'm asking if I've done a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that was offside. And the only thing I would say was debatable was the Andy Carroll one, really, because he was sort of like, it, sort of, it did it his arm. Or was it ball to hand? But again, they didn't really go into it greatly. Or they might have and done how, afterwards. And the penalty shout, he was all being, you know, mishandled by that Stoke bloke. What was his name? I've seen them given. Yeah. I have seen them given. But again, it wasn't. But um, before I think before that, Hernandez tried to win one. He just backed into some bloke and fell over. Yeah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you think you had your value for money watching on Sky? Or did you... Nod off from time to time. It was a very dour watch. It was really bad. It, the atmosphere came across as zero. I know you've said it wasn't that bad, but it, no, it, it wasn't. Came across as zero. I, as I was saying to you, like I could, you could actually hear what the players were saying to the. Yeah. Was, yeah. Well, they, they were even singing up in the gods, uh, where I spent a little bit of the halftime more of that later. It was no better or worse than any other game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, let's move to to George. Because he was there, ever present in one one three, in in uh, with with the uh, West Ham faithful um, standing up. <laughs> How was it for you, George? Uh, I think I'd agree on the starting lineup. I was disappointed not to see Hernandez starting. Um, you know, it was a game that I thought we should be going for the win, and and like uh, John said, we had a bit of momentum from the end of the Chelsea match that so I thought we could have carried on. So from the get-go, I was a little bit disappointed um, and didn't get much better, really. Um, I think I I haven't seen the uh, the replays of the disallowed goals. And obviously, we were from up the other end, so um, I was disappointed to see them disallowed. But, you know, take, sounds like they probably should have been. Um, and I think, yeah, it's a bit of a bit of a strange one really it feels a bit like a loss because I think a win there would have kept us up or made us feel a lot more comfortable and we didn't take the opportunity and sort of threw it away almost literally in Joe Hart's case well without without Andy Carroll we would have felt a lot worse George um, if we'd have lost that one through Peter Crouch of course of course it would but it didn't feel, didn't feel particularly good did it even, no, even it the draw it just felt you know and and it was important to not just win a point, but deny Stoke two points as well. Um, anyway, let's move on. We're going to come back to both of you later, but let's move on to late boy. Um, and and I'll start with when I was sitting up with you, use use, um, and uh, no use is plural, more than one. You just sat with me. So no, it's you. you had, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. You you. Use and your mates that you're given all the Wi-Fi Again, it's you and your mates. Yeah. The whole... Use is plural. Yeah. Use <laughs> is the three. There's three of you. When you're talking about me, it's you. Oh, dear. Well, I've got to educate you on grammar now. <laughs> anyway, uh, you said that uh, Crouch would come on. When he came on, you went, I bet he scores. Yeah, I did say that. And he yeah. did. 
So, your view from the gods, Nigel. Yeah. Same as usual. Right, it was a poor game, and it two poor teams. I mean, yeah. Uh, luckily, after Crouch scored, I backed the draw at four to one. <laughs> oh, Twenty quid. Did you? I've got eighty quid. Did you get a signal? No. Yeah, how'd you get a signal? Oh, well, <laughs> that's magic. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a trade secret. Apparently, a few people do know the trade secret. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Um, but anyway, yeah, you've told the whole bloody block. The whole that's who you Just told. a few close chums. Um, oh. Anyway, so, yeah, I've got a signal and I've got my bet on. And I even survived the art attack of us scoring again. Luckily for it to, sorry, unluckily for it to be disallowed. Yeah, we did uh, stand up a few yeah, times. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, it, it was possibly a fair result. But, you know, what do we expect? You know, we're down the bottom for a reason. Stoke are down the bottom for a reason. That's the down the bottom game of football, isn't it, at the end of the day? That's what we were served yeah. up. You never get entertainment well, West Ham and Stoke realistically, do you? No. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my ten penance in and, and I think Your ten penneth. Ten penneth. Penneth. Yeah. Yeah. Penneth in. Um and that is, you know, what we said. You know, we're playing Stoke, nineteenth place Stoke that haven't scored, and yet Moy sets up a five four one. Um and out of it is isolated this is the kind of tactics we'd expect away from home at the emirates for next week and not against home yeah. stoke yeah and that's what you know how many times i think certainly uh not john or george i can't remember or both of them have said we want to see hernandez and anatovic start that was a perfect game to start them both it was and yet and yet he didn't but but the real frustration for me was you know, Fernandes was having an awful game. Chianti was having an awful game. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was having an awful game. But th- those two stood out as really poor performing. But yet, he waited to 76 minutes to bring on Hernandez, 81 minutes to bring on Lanzini, and 86 minutes to bring on Carroll. And it's just too little too late. You know? He sort of well, waited. not, because Carroll scored. Well, all right. But, but. Could we have won it if he'd have changed it? It was like everyone else yeah. could see what was going on. Yeah. Um, and, and and that's the kind of thing. It's those tactics that make people not want him next season. And, of course, it wouldn't be anything without a Clarence Hugh poll, would it? So today, this morning, on the back of that, I did a Clarence Hugh poll. And 1,322 people have taken part in that poll today. Should Moyes be offered a new contract? What do you reckon the percentage split is, John? Oh, I'm, I'm really not interested, Sean, but please do tell us. Go on. So 61% want him to get a new contract, said to be a one- or two-year contract. Um, and obviously that means nearly 39% don't want him to contract. Normal West Ham, completely split. Let me ask you, boys, on, on the basis of last night and this season with Moyes in charge, let's start with you, Nigel. Moyes be offered a new contract in the summer? Automatically? Yes or no? No. George? 
No, it's it's not as it's not an exciting uh, prospect for me to be honest. And he proved that last night. John, I I I wouldn't. But I don't think we got a choice. I think given our ownership and the way they operate, they will just leave them in place. They see it as a safe pair of hands. Yeah, which is why I'm surprised. I'm a little bit surprised that 61% back him. Um, I was just so so disappointed. Last night, if he had set up positive attacking, if he was brave and had a go, we could be sat here now. We we might have lost, but we nearly lost anyway, didn't we? And that we did, yeah. So if we'd have won that, we've, the whole place would have had a different attitude if there was a, an attacking force. If they'd have come out like they'd come out against Southampton, that place would have been rocking last night under the yeah. lights at the London Stadium. I'm going to try and stun you into silence because I'm going to tell you what Moyes said to the reporters after the game. And I've just put a story out on McLaren Hugh tonight on this because I've read a transcript. Moyes told the reporters, right, I thought the commitment from the players, the energy to make sure that that didn't happen showed on late, but they played through the ball and it was one of the better performances I have seen since I have been there. And apparently there was deadly silence in the press room. And he said, some of you were surprised by that and apparently complete silence. So let me just repeat that. Moy said post-match that was one of the better West Ham performance he has seen since he's been there. Is he deluded, Nigel? Fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, the thing I'd say is, we've been shit in the past, but what happened used to be is the reason why other people liked us because we were entertainingly shit. Under Allardyce, and now what we're getting under Moyes, it's not entertainment. So you don't mind a one or draw with Stoke if you batter the life out of them and their keeper's man of the match. But when you serve that up, when it's a poor Stoke team, as you said, and he still plays no strikers at home, you know. Yeah. They'd only got something like two points away from home. That's, all that's what I'm saying. You know, They've not scored, not won a game since October away from home. seven goals this calendar year. And they were three minutes away from beating us. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't comprehend back it, it would do if we were struggling 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 but we we'd had an upturn we re- we really genuinely were after the Southampton game and at Chelsea performance we were on an upturn just have a go just go for it it just it just put me on a sort of and I'm sure it had an effect last night on the whole place I'm sure like everyone I can't believe he said that. that. I didn't know he said that. That's the first I've heard of it. And I'm thinking, is he, did he watch the same game? Yeah, well, that's what I, I couldn't believe it when I read the transcript. I thought, really? That, really? Sounds, that sounds like Allardyce. Yeah. That sounds like something yeah. that Allardyce would come out with. Yeah. Who was your man of the match, boys? Let's start with you, John. Who was your man of the match? We talked about this on the way. Declan oh, well, Rice. Not you. Yeah. George? Me too. Deck. Big deck continues to impress me. He's so composed. He's... You said Andy Carroll in no, on no, the train. No, that was the other George. Oh, okay. Composed on the ball. He's he's he's, yeah. he's showing everything that he's he's like. Hopefully, he can produce in the future. He's a great player. Nigel, Joe Art. <laughs> uh, on the BBC, you know, they gave it to Aaron Cresswell. Did they? Yeah. 
Wow. Well, he took yeah. a couple of free kicks, didn't he? We had some. We had loads of free kicks, and I'll tell you what, just... Dimitri Payet would have filled his boats. Yeah, that's what I said last night when I was watching yeah. it. Yeah. Right. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? But before we sign Payet, I remember Creswell. He got one cracker free kick. He might have got another one. And he didn't take after free kicks. And you're thinking, well, before Payette turned up, he was like our free kick taker. So why don't he do it now? He had the first yeah. one, didn't he? And he skied it. Yeah, but he didn't have the others, did he? He had one that Chris, was it um, battle and saved? That was him, wasn't it? Yeah. But the, what's his name? Lanzini. I mean, I don't know what his injury was, really. But he, well, he, he had a um, chip on his shoulder. Menial cartilage, oh, that knee. Was it. yeah. But he he sort of takes quite a lot of free kicks, and he he never really does very. Good I don't think I don't it? think he was fully fit. Anyway, let me give you a stat attack. Even though the negative, we did enjoy sixty three percent of the possession with them having obviously thirty seven because that's how it works. We had eighteen shots, six on target. Guess what? They had 11 shots, but seven on target. They had more shots on target, that means. That's that's what it means when I say seven to six. Um, we should do better. And, and it really worries. Um, was it you, George, that said to me, can't see where the next, any more wins are going to come for the rest of the season? Yeah. yeah. Was it you or, or was, Murphy? Was said that? This is the thing that we're talking about, you know, we rescued a point and whatever, but is it going to be enough? If, if we'd have lost last night, we would, have to be having a serious conversation about relegation, wouldn't we? Mm. I'll tell you what saved us: Southampton getting beat by Chelsea. Yeah, probably did. Probably they did. Kept us up. Talking about a little bit of spice. One thing I did. So, so uh, we should uh, say that in the second half, um, I decided to climb the mounting that is the uh, the steps to the upper tier. And uh, 10 minutes later, I got there out of breath to row 62 where Nigel sits. And I sat for about 30 minutes with Nigel up in the gods. Um, and George joined us for about, what, 15 minutes? George? Yeah, 10 minutes or so. It took me a while to get up there as well. Yeah, you were out of breath as well, weren't you? And then you have to acclimatise, right, to the altitude yeah. slightly. You feel a little bit altitude sickness. Um, I don't know. I... I I'll be honest with you, Nigel. I couldn't get used to that. I know it's half price, but I don't. I I don't think I could get used to it. Well, That's that a bonus, though, isn't it, Nigel? That means you're not coming. I didn't know what I was sitting every year next to me yesterday. You know, I don't think I'm gutted. Yeah. I'm a meerkat next year. Yeah. Oh, there was. He don't watch the game. No. Yeah. Well, there was some trouble. It went off in in uh, block one one. Cool. Uh, corporate in, in block 110 and uh that's the only thing you can see the whole ground you see all the trouble going off and response team was sent up and they were having a right go at it weren't they yeah. in 110 yeah. but you were watching the match so <laughs> yeah. anyway um george what what's your view of um of what view? was my view of the view two one what was your view of the view could you could you see yourself um, there? It would take some getting used to for sure. It feels like a completely different experience. Um, yeah. I think we said it was a bit surreal, didn't we? Um, I'm not sure I could get used to it to be honest. And it is a long way up. And I think Sean, 
So long with the beers as well. If you wanted to go down for a beer. <laughs> we said the one thing that would cause problems. Now you know why I didn't join the demo. It was too far to get down. Yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah. It's a bit much. Yeah, by the time you get out of there, it'll be over. I'll tell you why I think you find it different. Cool. And it, and it stems back to use, use, yeah, <laughs> use correctly, use yeah. at the bowling were lower tier. Yeah. It was yeah. upper tier. We weren't always, though. As a kid, we, we tried. My first season ticket, so I sat west upper till I was 14. Then I went north bank. Then for the last 10 years or 12 years at the bowling, I sat Trevor Brooking upper. So I've always been upstairs with the perception of the pitch and the view. I never liked it down at the front because it was like, especially when you was level with the player's feet, when you was right at the front. I had one season at the front in the in the corner of the West, the first season, the West End opened. And um, didn't like it in that corner down at the front. So uh, I went back upstairs. So I'm used to the upstairs view. Now that's a lot further back, but I'm used to upstairs view. You you boys are going from pitch side to like, you know, at top of Everest in one go, where I've actually got yeah. foot heels first. Well, we... So John and George had a seat which I occasionally went to in Bobby Moore Upper. Um, I had a very, very back seat, half a season ticket in Trevor Brooking or Centenary, as it was, right by in the family section a long time ago before we settled in Sir Trevor Brooking Lower. Well, I mean, how long were we in Chav Corner for? Was it about seven years? Yeah. Last seven yeah. years, six years? Two thousand and yeah, two two thousand and nine, I think. I mean, your seats up at Bobby Moore Upper were quite high up, weren't they? They were, yeah. We got those 2005, I think. And didn't we once go to the top of... Do you remember, for a cup game, we went to the top of the West Stand once, John? Yeah. yeah we the were right in the very cup. That was Man United in the cup quarterfinal. Oh, it was. Yeah, that was, wasn't it? That was a bit of a nosebleed. <laughs> that was high up. You could actually see was. the, the, the uh, 406 in the distance. I remember the first time I sat at the top West End. When we got relegated, I bought a season ticket upstairs in 2003. I bought a season ticket upstairs in the far corner because it was the cheapest season ticket, me and my nephew. And then we used to walk to the middle because it was half empty. <laughs> and we used to sit up in the, in the middle, but up towards the back where the gantry was and the first time we sat there it was like fucking hell you can see on the shit game you could see we would watch the traffic on the 406 in the distance but yeah that was but, still quite high you, you know the, the problem I find is we're, I'm halfway back if you think there's like another 15 rows and I'm level with the flat yeah. points I don't know what if I could sit further back yeah yeah anyway well, it's not a good, good point podcast, to get is it yeah, um, you could good link to uh, plug the, um, the 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 film that you were plugging at the supporters club. Since we're talking about the bowling ground in Upton Park. Oh yeah, away from home. <laughs> You're brilliant at plugs. <laughs> what you should say is East what? Fifteen, brilliant new film, made me cry. Uh, it's available on Vimeo and Amazon. Out now at all good stockists. That's the kind of plug. Uh, available on iTunes. It's available now to own iTunes or to rent, but it's better owning it because I think it's only another quid to own it than it is yeah. to rent it. 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Away from home, documentary made by two West Ham fans about they followed five West Ham fans before the move and then spoke to them as we moved and then after the move and the trials and tribulations of, and it brought home to many of them, uh, the, how we were so misled. And one thing I, I did used to say a lot is the, the truth will be when people see for themselves, people were upset because they were sold a dream. A lot of people, some believed it, some didn't. But when they got over there and see it for themselves, what I complained about for years, and then the reality sinks in. There you go. But it's, it's, it's good. Yeah, I must admit, the first time I watched it, I had a special preview screening for it come out. Because you, you're well special, right? It, it, it choked me up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 No, I know that, but what about if you go on like Acast? What do you call that? If you go portal. more than just we'll a podcast, a portal. Com, a podcast portal. portal, you go more than just a podcast.com. <laughs> Scroll down and see a special <laughs> interview <laughs> with one of the directors. Don't worry. He's trying. He's trying. You do it then. Just go to www.morejustapodcast.co.uk. You're such a snowflake. Oh dear. Anyway, let's get back to football and talk about Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll came off the bench, scored a goal in four minutes, came off, came on on 86 minutes, scored on 90, looked a handful. Of course, that means tonight we're running another Clarence Hume poll. Should he stay or should he go? 54% saying he should be sold in the summer if an offer comes in. 40, nearly 46% saying no, he shouldn't. 
Nigel, he, he, he proves invaluable. He scored three goals in three games. He's only played 15 games this season. After last night, would you still sell him in for an offer came in or would you keep him for his last season, Nigel? I'd, I'd be tempted to keep him purely because I think he does have that ability to, to do things. I'd, I'd use him as an impact sub. I'd try and do a deal with him, perhaps cut his wages, but bunk, you know, kick on the, the, the goal bonus and then see if we can get three quarters of a season fit out of him. And, and another reason is, is that we can't strengthen everywhere. We ain't going to have the money. Mm. You know, we're going to need another striker. And Andes looks like he's going to go. Yeah. If you lose Carroll, MLS. what does that leave you with? MLS, he might be going to that's He's going cool. out on loan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every, you know, so the three or four strikers we got, apparently, what, we get rid of all of them? No. But then what about the central defenders we're going to need? Mm. What about the central midfielders we're need? What yeah. about the goalkeepers we're going to yeah. need? I, I, we're straying away from the question. Um, <laughs> no, then. So I'll keep <laughs> no. That's what I said. John! <laughs> Fucking hell. You're, you're, you're very man. sweary tonight, Nigel. We're going to put Lizzie on this one. Go on, John. You have to put on everyone. Short run. Uh, short answer, get rid of him. Yeah. yeah, George. Uh, look, I don't think anyone's going to want him, to be honest. And uh, I think, you know, he if he can stay fit, he owes us some time. So keep hold of him. Plus, he's going to be England saviour in Russia this summer. So everyone. Yeah, I I think keep him. You know, ninety what's ninety or eighty five grand a week nowadays when we're paying Joe Hart hundred and twenty five and Hernandez to sit on the bench hundred and forty. I I say keep him for his last uh, last year and and see where we go from that. I wouldn't offer him a new contract. Um, all right, the last thing on the game, and this is an interesting one. <laughs> and and you'll see if you see my Twitter feed, you'll see a lovely picture of George's thumb holding a flyer. As we came out, we were given a flyer. I, have you seen? Have you, any of you, um, Nigel or, or John, seen this flyer that George picked up? No. So this guy's given given them out to hundreds of people as they as they leave the London Stadium. It says the London Stadium, a solution for all partners in brackets MB shareholders, ratepayers receive an annual return, supporters an investment in their new home, a legal say in the run in the club, West End owners an increased turnover. They can fulfil our dreams and their promises made to all. To the powers that be, a palatable solution in brackets, MB. PS, relevant partners become shareholders. And that's what it says. <laughs> well, all that on a flyer. Yeah. What does it actually yeah, There's no link. It? It, no it? one knows. It's What's some side it of secret code. We don't know. No one knows what it means. This flyer printed hundreds of them off and he was giving them to the crowd. And it's gibberish. Did you do it? Can you understand? You talk. Well, you talk. You talk East End. <laughs> what does it mean, Nigel? I don't know. <laughs> I tell you what. We're going to put this this photo, including George's thumb, on the Facebook group, which is more than um, Facebook.com, more than just a podcast, and we're we'll asking our listeners to see if they can decipher it too. Which is a great link, isn't it, George? Uh, is it Twitter question time? It is. Facebook, Twitter, question time. 
we do suffer from a bit of inconsistency on our uh, Facebook Twitter question time jingles, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, it's Facebook Twitter question time. It's when we ask you, the listener, to get in touch with us, the podcast. Sean, I think you put up earlier. You did. Podding tonight um, after last night's draw. What do you think of Moyes' tactics? He described the game as one of the better performances under him. Should he be offered a new contract? Send in you questions. Statements of facts. It should have been used. Use questions. out before 8.30 tonight. Laters. God, we got loads of comments. And I only did it an hour and a half ago. 14 comments. <laughs> Jeez. And, and we've got some Twitter questions. Palumi says, I think I think yeah, Chick stop. should have been playing more and not a sub. If that means getting rid of Moyes next year... Uh, so he stays. That's fine for me. Hopefully, we gain safety soon, so we can play the young players more and see if Hugo is anything. We just said Hugo's going anyway. So great signing, though. Uh, Dane and Cracknell says Moyes is not for me to start so negatively at home to such a poor side is not something I'm interested in watching. I agree with that. Scott Beek says I really hope we do not keep Moyes for next season. I know the team has seriously struggled with injuries, but he hardly has a better record than Billich's last twenty games in charge. Plus, so many times his awful decisions and tactics have been forgotten because of the mess with the owners and other things. He continues to go on about how he's unhappy with Moyes. Scott wants Moyes out. Jeffrey Smith says, far too negative against worst defence in the division. Hernandez had to start last night. Moyes has to have some kind of personal grudge. Didn't he keep him on the bench at Man United? Yeah, that point was raised when he joined, wasn't it? Yeah. Paul Sanders says, what's with the £2 fee for renewing my season ticket? I know it's only £2, but where did this come from? And it's the best ticket master. Essentially, they've raised my frozen season ticket. So that money doesn't go to the club. It goes to Ticketmaster as their cut. So the club doesn't pay Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster takes the booking fee for running the renewal process. That's their cut. He says that it's more expensive to go for the four-month rather than the 10-month payment plan. Is that deliberate? It's more expensive to go for the four-month payment plan rather than the 10-month. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't. I haven't looked into that. Maybe it's a um, um, two different providers. I knew they were bringing some other lender in. So I, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. Nick Harvey says Moises' tactics cost us three points in my view. One up front in a game that we could we that had we won could have seen us safe. Yeah, a lot of uh, common themes here. And he says the Baroness's new TV program give me strength. Who's going to pay that much for mugs? Well, she knows better than anyone what the answer is. Sullivan, <laughs> give it a year though. Ed Hawthorne, Ed Hawthorne says Moyes has gotten the best out of Arnie by having the foresight to see his strengths and let him roam free up top. top. He has also had the foresight to play Masawaku's strengths and play him as an attacker rather than a left back. He's also progressed and played Rice and Ogbonna. Does he still have work to do? Absolutely. But he's cooking dinner with someone else's groceries. Let him buy and sell over the summer to buy it. Build his own squad. Positive. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, balanced. That's a different point of view and quite a good point of views. Uh, Matthew Kemp says, slightly disappointed that Hernandez didn't start. Oh, come on a bit earlier, sorry. Understand why Lanzini and Carroll were brought on late due to recovery from injuries. I think a strike force of Arnie and Hernandez needs to be given a chance. I agree. 
Dan Kitchen says Declan Rice, that is all. Tom Boylan says, if Benitez is the ideal choice, what do you think of the chances? So people seem to forget that Benitez is quite, you know, he's he's a bit sort of Mourinho-ish, really. He's a bit negative. So you're not going to get all attacking flair football from if Benitez comes in. you get more to Moise, though, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd probably get more results. I don't know about the style of football. He he would prob- probably want some proper backing as well, wouldn't he? He will attract a better class of footballer, though. Oh, yeah, I I agree so with that. So, therefore, you would hope it would be more entertaining the fact that we've got better footballers. Will he come, though? But if they He's were, done so well at Newcastle. Yeah. Is he going to walk out on that? Ashley's leaving him alone. But if they if they were to get him away from them, they, they'd, they'd have to deliver, wouldn't they, as well? And they're not. They're not that's, everyone seems to forgetting all of this. Their ownership's still the same. We've still got Karen Brady, Nothing's mate. Gonna and still, nothing's going to change. It's just, you know, it's all forgotten for now, but nothing's going to change. Richard Dodds. Oh, did nothing happen after the protest then? I, th- I thought it all changed. We've got the flags. We've got some flags running around the pitch at half time in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. Don't forget the flags. Richard, oh, Richard Dodds asked what our views on Karen Brady tweeting at 7.30 on a Monday night before a massive game for West Ham is... She should get sacked. She should get sacked. She should be removed from her position. Harsh. Why don't you bike it, you bag? Oh, I'm going to stick up for her. Oh, Um, here we go. You're going to win a Lenny Sycophant of the Year. Go on. No, I'm not. I'm not just going to say, right? She works part-time for the club. She's got other interests. It just happened to be there was a clash. She wasn't at ITV on Twitter answering questions for the programme. She was sat there with her daughter in the director's box tweeting people at home to watch her programme instead of watching West Ham play Stoke. Slight conflict of interest, I know, but hey. Chris Hitchcock says, in my opinion, we should stick with Moyes and be grateful. He's a good manager and has almost kept us up after what's been a pretty awful year. Ed Hughes says Brendan Rodgers for me. I think I'd like Brendan Rodgers. Really? Really? But, but, I mean, who's going to come to work for Salem? No one. I mean, it's no one. Reality. Yeah, reality check. Remember, Moyes is the best manager they've ever appointed. You've said that more than once. Yeah. Ian McGregor says, are That's we remember. Sorry. going to keep Moyes? Wow, our owners have zero ambition. Gary Prince says it was so negative against a team one off the bottom. It's ridiculous to have Hernandez and Lanzini coming on so late. They're not going to stick around if he doesn't play them. Agree with that. Uh, over to Twitter, Nigel. This is your your moment to shine. Oh yeah, yeah. So we've had lots of tweets today. So thank you everyone tweeting. And this is what in the game they called filling as I load up Twitter. <laughs> So, you weren't prepared for that. No, I wasn't. I thought George was doing it. By the way, while we're waiting, um, we, we, <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about the Lennies. You were going to talk about the Lennies. You were telling me last night about Canning and Len are doing the Lennies. Yeah, you said if you can come up with some idea for the Lennies, he's looking for ideas, well, Canning Town Lennies. He tweeted it out today. If you look, oh, is he? Right. Tweeted okay. it out today. Get your. Get your Categories in for the Lennies, the end of season, what awards, West Ham awards. We used to do more than just a podcast awards. <laughs> do you remember? Well, you remember because you got lost out as yeah. listener of the season. He gave it to some you? yank. 
Yeah, I know. Tank over me. Never, yeah. I keep reminding him of that as well. He's still yeah. got it. This certificate, he told me. What, you give him a certificate? Yeah, yeah, yeah you get a certificate, certificate if you win. <laughs> He's jealous. <laughs> Could be on the wall in your shed, Nigel. Right. We also gave the KUMB podcast a certificate. For being the best West End, best West End <laughs> yeah. podcast. Hilarious. Well, they're not in the running. I mean, who's in the running now for best West End podcast? Uh, more than just a club podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I gotta be gotta be the American podcast, oh, isn't it? Yeah. The theme tune. Who messaged just us? The, who messaged us? Just for the theme um, tune alone. That's a great theme tune, lads. Very West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, come on anyway, get on right, with we, need to, we need to beg some people to vote for us for something else, haven't we? They've got to yeah, be we should definitely yeah. well, I think I think I reckon I tweeted Lent today and said sick of fan of the year. And I think Sean, you could win that. No, no, there's more oh. people that are far more... Well, it's between you and Dave Walker. Oh, no. Um, oh, uh, no, you can't <laughs> say that. You can't say that. <laughs> what about, what about oh. protest of the year? Is he going to do one of them? Um, he could do that. That, that would make a great award. Campaign oh, of I the year. I think there should be committee, committee of the committee year. Because yeah. when, uh, when we go to the supporters club, we love committees, oh, don't yeah, we? Yeah, sure. there's not enough. There should be another committee. Splitters of the year. Um, Splitters. Anyway, right, come on. Best, best demonstration of the year. Disappointing, disappointment of the year. Is it the squad itself, the ownership, etc.? There's one. The march. Yeah, that can be one. Best march of the year. Anyway, get on with well, you. Bloody you lot of come on, Nigel. Right, Mark, Cockney born. A last-minute goal from a last-minute sub to draw level and save our asses against the PL side who can't score, and that was one of the better performances under him. In capitals, which I mean, I think it's like to highlight it, God help us if he stays next season. Boring negative football makes Fat Sam style look exciting. I'm not sure it makes Fat Sam style look exciting, but I get the um, sentiment there. Um, next up is Jim Salverson. I think some of the criticism has been extreme. I'm going to stop reading there, Jim. Sorry. Um, because <laughs> he was defending, I'm not having that. Tactics, <laughs> Iron Mike, WHU tactics, lumping the ball up to the lone striker at home against the team that West Ham dominated away. Yeah, I'll read that one out. Uh, I'm not reading Ichinama 1895 in our position. He says, I'm quite happy. Fuck off, mate. Um, Matthew... <laughs> I love it how he just picked up. I don't like Two that one. games ago, do... we almost had a right in the stands. I'm not saying it's mob rule, but some fans, he's too positive. You can do one. Uh, hold up. Let's just see. The some fans. Uh, oh, yeah. No. Two-year extension for Moyes. He's saying. <laughs> With those tactics, we'll set them off again, mate. I don't know if you're doing well there or not. I'll keep that one, actually. Wobbly knee, not a good name. Dodgy Patella. Uh, last night was Portman Moyes. Fernandez off first. Big O in the midfield to run through. Mark Vickers probably would um, have these. Carol Hernandez, or who would have these? Carol or Hernandez. 
Who should be managing us next season? Why does a barrier need to be in the concourse stopping me from having a beer with my cousin? I don't know, mate. No one to knows. Be fair. No one. It's them coin throwers. Because it's it's the London Stadium, mate. That's what happens. I change. Ask the bloke with the uh, with the flyer. He might be able to tell you. <laughs> Iron Mike. Chris Taylor's then gone to Iron Mike. Who would you want to be manager that is available and take the job? Snowy, far too negative. One striker at home to the team 19th in the table is not good enough. Well said, mate. Tony Knights, Moyes' tactics is just so negative. No strikers on the pitch against worst team. James Collett, no, stop this bollocks now. That's the best tweet tonight. <laughs> um, was that our podcast? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Either that or this tweet. Oh, well, it could have been. Or it could have been, he could have been listening to other podcasts. I don't know. Um, Trevor Gillies. I'm guessing that's how you say your name. Gullies. Who was your man in the match? I would say Noble. <laughs> he worked hard in defence. Had a few nice long passes upfield that almost made the difference. I don't know what it made the difference to, Trevor, to be fair. <laughs> Not for me. Uh, I might come back again. Here we go. Ooh, we've had a little Twitter spat on our fitness, what we like. Iron Mike said, maybe that's because the only way he's been playing at the moment. The little fella should have started yesterday. I don't really say that, see how that isn't cons- consensus. Fernandez with a Z isn't an attacker. Well done, Nigel. There you go, that's chaps. That's quite a lie, isn't it? That's a lot for popular. Twitter. I think, I'll tell you what, Nigel, you should do it every week, Twitter. Uh, we don't normally get that many, and I'm not normally in this good mood. What are you? Is this... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <sighs> Move on, Sean. Yeah, I know. Anyway, um, I think uh, we're pretty much done there. Um, so, uh, what have we got next? We've got um, Arsenal away. Come on, Arsenal away, haven't we? Have we got two games, or we just got one before next Monday. It's on Sunday, isn't it? I've got no more games until the last game of the season because because of the power of television and the way it gets moved so much. I've got other things booked in for when the games have been um, rescheduled. So my next home game is Everton. Yeah, which is a Sunday. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, which is I'm, a bloody Sunday. I'm taking my girlfriend both those, so it can be date night. So that's uh, that's thank you for oh, that. I bet you're all glad how, uh, that's happened, didn't you, gents? You can all well, at least um, I know what will be coming up to see me. There's a date nights. You can all go and join in on his date yeah. nights. <laughs> date night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, um, so uh, Arsenal have a game three days later, European game. So they might rest their boys. They might be able to, we might be able to, it's a free hit. We might be able to tuck them up. What do you reckon? Lose one nil. Yeah. Oh. Lose two nil. Uh, lose, lose, lose three nil. And I'm going to say uh, one nil win. One nil win. <laughs> uh, Mug. Anyway, uh, well, what's need... that when that Anatovic in the last two or three games has had that? As soon as something goes against him, he starts trolling around as if he's injured, doesn't he? You notice that? Anatovic. Yeah. Yeah, he did that. He did that last night as well. He did it last night as well. Yeah, he just he went in for a tackle and started hopping around like he's just 
And and genuinely, if he'd have read more about him when Fernandez scored that goal instead of just walking out, he wasn't. He didn't have much energy about him last night. So he, he probably could do with a rest, I reckon, for Arsenal. You reckon? Sit him down. But then what are you saving him for? City, Man United. <laughs> what you always? We would it be funny if we beat them all. Where are where are the where are the next points coming from? Is the question. Yeah, well, uh, you you tell me. Oh, I'll ask you. Everyone. Do you reckon I'd love to beat Sam? There's your bloody bubbles. <laughs> uh, a bit of retro for you. Go I've on. just found shoot annual nineteen seventy four in a bag. I must have bought it recently. I didn't realise. Who was yeah. the midfield star nobody wanted in nineteen seventy four? Called into shoot. No idea. Trevor Brooking. Yeah. That's what it says. Who, it who yeah. will become a non-executive director over the summer, I'm sure. Oh, on oh, the fan on the board, probably. Oh, that's a good idea, isn't it? That's so, what I saw all out Apparently, yeah. get this, I didn't notice. A real loss of form led to West Ham putting him on the transfer list for 80 grand in Christmas 1971. Mm. Could have all been so about Trevor Brooking, haven't you? You're allowed to say it? No. Oh, come on. No. About the Von scheme. No. Come on, tell Shut the story. No. no. Why won't Shut you tell up. the story? Oh. oh. Will you tell the story one day? One day. Ah, oh, you know, do you see, that's that's not fair to our listeners now. It's not fair to listeners because you opened your big mouth. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> what, you're going to wait till he dies before telling the story or something? I might write a book. See, now everybody know, wants to know what the story is. I think that's enough now, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, it's goodbye. <laughs> it's going to end up winding Nigel up. No, gonna, yeah. I should... Go on, Nigel. Well, where are we getting the next points from? Yeah. Everton. I, don't, I really don't want to be going to Everton as the last game having a win. That's going to be a nightmare, isn't it? Man City. They'd have won the title. We'll smash them 6 0. Easy. <laughs> one up front yeah, as well. Up. Uh, Hugo. Yeah. Right. We don't. We can't see it. So go on. Good. Let's finish. So Leicester. let's just have a see if I can play this. It was a surprise. No joy of the football blogging awards this year. Realise you aren't as popular as you thought you were. Well, have we got something for you, kids? More than the same disappointment. No. A chance to feel like a winner. In the inaugural Lenny's 2018. Let us know your categories and nominations of who you want to see walk off with the coveted Lenny. It can be a channel, a vlogger, or just someone who gets on your tits across social media. Don't take yourself so seriously. Oh, Sean, you're do join us soon for the Lenny's 2018. And remember, don't blame us. We're only saying what's out there. Should we Sean, you're gonna you're gonna get in yeah. undated. Yeah. Should, should, should we put ourselves up for Lenny? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who, who, who will you know, apart from certain person, I won't name. Yeah. That prick on Hammer and Talk. Oh my life. <laughs> I'm gonna put him up for historian of the year. West Ham yeah. historian of the year, just for saying we won the FA Cup in nineteen eighty six. All right. 
And on that, we're going to say goodbye. It's goodbye from Nigel. Goodbye. Goodbye from John. Goodbye. Goodbye from George. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me trying to play the right outro. Goodbye. Come on, you are my head. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.